You're listening to The John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas. Time to talk football with Ricky Thompson, presented by Alliance Bank of Central Texas. Here's the voice of the Bears and Aaron Sexton. It is brought to you by Alliance Bank Central Texas. We welcome in Ricky Thompson, our sideline analyst on the Baylor broadcast in his 24th season doing that. And uh, Rick, welcome to you. Happy homecoming to you. Well, it's going to be a good week, fun week. Uh, Looks like we may have a little water Hmm. on game day, but that's okay possibility yep and from a uh, Baylor perspective the football team knows what what their one job is to make it a happy homecoming right they can let all the other stuff go on around them but they've got one job to do on Saturday yeah and and we finally got a 230 kickoff on homecoming it seems like yeah. well, it's been 11 a.m how many years in a row which means parade starts at what seven in the morning 7 a.m right yeah yeah and then Everybody has trouble getting to the game, but 2.30 is a perfect kickoff. I like that a lot, and uh, I just think that's a good setup. If it can stay dry, which actually looks like the afternoon may be uh, 72, 73 degrees, kind of a perfect day for football. That's pretty nice. That's great. Remember that homecoming, was it two years ago, three years ago, BYU was here? And it was homecoming, and the weather was just, like, perfect. It was just like a perfect uh, day all the way around. Uh, yeah, and so was the game result. Right. <laughs> that, that, that was a good one. The Bears dominated that one and played really well, uh, leading to a conference championship and Sugar Bowl championship as well. So, yeah, that was a big day. Yep, good memory there for sure. All right, Rick, uh, tell us what uh, what did you see that you liked in the Bears' win over Cincinnati last Saturday? Well, I thought more than anything they just – they did enough to win the game on the road. They made plays they had to make. I know there were several times that maybe it seemed like it could be slipping away and then somebody would make a play. And uh, one guy we kind of forgot about in the post game was uh, Mr. Hankins, uh, four for four, what, 43, 43, 45, and 53. Yeah. That's a pretty good day. And And most of those kicks were right down the middle. And, the one from 53 would have been good from 60. So, man, it's really good to see him going. And what a huge difference that makes in a game, knowing that you're in position to get three, just getting in a decent position on your side of the field because there's been some years there where it's kind of a 50-50 proposition when you send the kicker out. And right now, uh, Isaiah's hot, and that that's huge. But I just think overall it was – playmaking we finally saw some receivers downfield making plays i thought keytron made one of the best catches i've seen with two guys all over him in fact what i thought was pass interference by both those guys uh, they didn't call it but they didn't have to because he made a great play and a great catch and that of course helps blake immensely have confidence to let go of that ball and deliver it downfield uh I think it's the first time any of us have seen going into what nine minutes to go in the half before running back gets a carry. Yeah. But uh, pretty interesting. And I, I think that sets up something that Iowa State's got to look for this week is what exactly are we going to do offensively as far as run, pass, when, and how we're going to do it. But to me, it was just, it was a game on the road uh, in an environment away from home that 
you made enough plays to win. And just, just you can say what you want. It's tough to win on the road. It's tough to win a Big 12 game anywhere, but on the road particularly. So that was a big one and, and really sets the Bears up to do something they probably wouldn't have had a chance the remainder of this season if they didn't pull that one off. And that's go get at least six to try to get in the bowl game. Yeah, very much so. Keeps those hopes alive for sure. And back to Keetron Jackson, your former receiver. Isn't it great to see him come through? I mean, that's kind of the game that we were hoping to have from him all year. Uh, but he really broke out last week. He did. And I, I think he's had a couple of chances before where he's gone up to get balls that I thought he had and then maybe come down, hit the ground, it bounces loose, or a guy to get a hand in there and, and knock it loose. But I thought – the particularly the deep ball when he went up and got it that he positions his body well and sometimes on a play like that you know everybody always says receivers need to catch with their hands that's not always the case and I think it's okay to body up on a ball like that when you've got two guys around you and he did that they couldn't pull it away so I think that'll add a lot of confidence uh, for him uh, well over 100 yards receiving and you're right. That's kind of what we expected. He's a pretty big-bodied guy, and it really helped with Hal Presley being out. Uh, most of us didn't know that until we got up there, but uh, Hal will be missed, but that's going to be even more important for these guys like Keytron and Monterey Baldwin and Josh Cameron to make plays. Ricky, uh, Iowa State here this weekend, uh, tough sledding always against Iowa State. It just seems like every year Baylor and Iowa State get into a slugfest and uh, more often than not, Baylor has won a close, tight, uh, you know, hard-fought game against the Cyclones. I know. We, I guess, jumped out the last time they were here and yep. got way up. They came back, went ahead. We ended up winning 31-29, to so really, really close game. Uh, last year, another close game on the road. Actually, we played pretty well, and aims at the last two or three times we've been up there so we've been able to pull those off but uh iowa state started off with a couple of losses that hurt them but man they've they've really come on strong and uh have the ability to beat anybody and i guess well it would have been they they played cincinnati the week right. before we did right Saw exactly some of the tape on that beat them 30 to 10 up there and really manhandled them the last part of the football game. I thought they were pretty impressive. I know they had some players that got suspended early. There were some doubts, even their starting quarterback. But it hasn't seemed to have affected them a whole lot. They're always – Campbell does a good job of playing really, really physical. And I think defensively they've always been really good. If they've had a struggle, it's been on offense. Even Brock Purdy, who is now starting for the 49ers – seemed to throw the ball to the green and goal quite a bit. Now, we, in two years, we picked him, what, six or seven times. Yeah. And it just seems like we've been able to make those plays against them on the defensive side that have made up for them playing really, really tough defense. But I've gone back and looked at some of the stats there, too. We've moved the ball on these guys every year and moved up and down the field. So I think it'll be a really, really interesting game. And these two teams have always seemed – pretty evenly matched but uh lately we've had the upper hand well it'll be fun saturday afternoon uh sort of the center piece of uh homecoming on the baylor campus and ricky appreciate the visit we'll see you then all right looking forward to it
Sounds good. Ricky Thompson with us. Thanks to Alliance Bank and Alliance Bank Central Texas. Ricky will be on the sidelines with us on our broadcast on Saturday. Uh, again, a 2.30 kickoff for Baylor and Iowa State. Take a break.